Hey everybody, welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. A podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do. We go exploring. And we go eat. We eat lots and we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you. And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. Hello, everyone. Hello. This is kind of a different format of an episode. It is. Yes. And some maybe reviews or revisits. My cousin Sherry, who I talk a lot about in these episodes. A lot of times I just refer to her as my cousin, but it's my cousin Sherry. She and I grew up together. We're very close. We've always been very close. She came to Cleveland and she brought a friend, Karen. She did. We stayed in an Airbnb in Tremont. That was fun because, you know, I always want to stay downtown or in Tremont or whatever. I have those fantasies about those kinds of things. Heidi wants to live there. She's got her uh, condo picked out and everything. You sent me one in the text the other day, too. Yes. (laughs) She sent me real estate for condos downtown. Anyways... We stayed in this Airbnb, and of course, they got there on Friday, and Tony and I both worked, so they got there before us. So they, on their own, went to a Christmas story house. Did they mention how, if they enjoyed that? I mean... They did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure both of them said that they liked it. They went through the museum. They had learned some things. Okay. About, like, the house being bought on eBay, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't even think to ask. I got there pretty late. So, yes, so they went... To a Christmas story house, and then they got back, and I had gotten to the house, and then we were waiting for you. So, night one was literally ordering pizza and drinking a lot of wine. So, Karen brought a lot of wine, and I think she and I drank like two bottles each, the equivalent of. Oh, really? Yeah. She just kept opening it up. She and I drank. They enjoyed themselves. And And we talked a lot. I mean, it was a lot of getting to know each other. This was my first time meeting Sherry and Karen. It was my first time meeting Karen. We just talked a lot. Karen brought this wine. I didn't realize what this wine was. Yeah. You knew about it. 21 Crimes. So you scan the label and the label talks to you. It's like a whole story about the person on the label. And each bottle is different. Each type of wine. So she and I drank a couple of those. One had like Snoop Dogg telling me a story. And then there was another wine bottle that she brought was the Josh wine. And I said, I think this is the wine they sell at Mark's for $5. She said, who is Mark and how do I meet him? I said, it's a store. (laughs) We're going to leave that hanging for a minute. But I thought it was the Josh wine that they sold at Mark's for $5. I was wrong, but we end up going to Mark's. In this adventure. Yes, but we'll get into that a little bit later. (laughs) Yeah, we hung out Friday night. We ate the pizza. Karen ended up sleeping on the couch because she passed out. Yeah. I thought she was going to have neck issue and hangover issue. She had neither the next day. No, she functioned perfectly fine. I would not have done so. The whole house was beautiful. Yeah. It, It had all this artwork and everything. It was called the Galleria or something, wasn't it? Oh, something like that. It was beautiful. It had a lot of beautiful artwork. It did. And it had a mysterious cat. (laughs) The cat was outside, not We didn't know if this place had a cat or didn't have a cat, because on the back door was a cat dish. 
but there was no cat. So I'm like, well, maybe they took the cat because we were staying this weekend. I wasn't sure. But then on Sunday morning, we were told this is the mayor of Tremont. Yes. This cat. And he makes his way. His name was Steve. He was a very well cared for cat. The owner of the cat lived two doors down and he just was a nice cat. I loved him. That's getting ahead of the game. But the whole night we kept thinking, like, is there a ghost cat? Is there a cat? So we got up Saturday morning. The plan was to go to Medina because Karen wanted to go to Castle Noel. Now, my cousin went to Castle Noel with me in December, and I think I did mention that on here. Yeah. So, but Karen wanted to go to see Castle Noel. It was Santa Day at Castle Noel. They actually had a Santa parade. Yes, which I knew before. Like, when I was looking up tickets for the dates that they picked to come in, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're having a Santa parade in May. And they also had... A charity donation day. Right. It was bring socks and underwear for... Skibbies and socks for soldiers and veterans. Yes. In need. So, you brought... Underwear. Lots of underwear. So I put in the group message because my cousin and Karen were writing like, oh, I'm bringing cheese and pepperoni. And Karen's like, I'm bringing wine. And I'm like, well, what should I bring? Right. So I said, did you bring underwear? And my cousin's like, why are you asking me about my underwear? (laughs) So I stopped at Walmart and I got four packs of underwear. Yeah. And you know what I did? I got two packs men, two packs women. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And Karen brought socks as well. So I walk into Castle Noel and I say, we have underwear. (laughs) They knew exactly what we were talking about. Yeah, I don't know. It was funny. But before we got to Castle Noel, we stopped for breakfast. We did. At Cool Beans Cafe. In Medina, on the square. Yes. So when we got there, the line was out the door. You couldn't even get in the door. But they were very quick with their service. They were really quick, and there was a lot of spacious places to sit in that place. Yeah, a lot. I will tell you a true story about myself. You all know that I'm very picky, and I'm very, I don't know, not willing to try things that's been established on here. I don't like coffee, and I don't like the smell of coffee. Me neither. So I've never, ever gone into this place. And I used to live in Brunswick, so I used to go to Medina a lot. And I used to go to the square a lot. I just have never been interested in going into Cool Beans Cafe. I was wrong. That's what I'm going to say. I was wrong. Oh, yeah. They had a a large variety. a huge menu. And they have hot chocolate. And I could put mint. The guy said, would you like mint or marshmallow in your hot chocolate? And I was like... I'm so happy. When you go to places, nobody puts mint in their hot chocolate anymore. They used to. Dunkin' Donuts used to do it. They don't do it anymore. I was really happy with this place. We ordered breakfast sandwiches. They have bakeries. Yeah, they have bakery things. They have cookies and beignets. And Tony had tea. I had hot chocolate. And the girls had coffee. My tea was very hot. They give you very hot water for your tea. I'm sure they'll give you very cold water for your iced tea. I don't like tea either. I like hot tea. I only like hot tea. I don't like cold tea. I don't like either tea. Listen, I grew up in the 70s. But my mom said she used to put tea in my bottles and I used to throw them at her. Well. Because my mom drinks tea like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) There's still people that do that, I'm sure. And I remember coming home from school and her trying to give me hot tea. I just don't like tea. Did your mom give you warm milk? No. 
Okay. I was just wondering. For the tea, you mean? Or just warm milk? No, ew, milk and tea is... Ugh. I think my grandma gave me warm milk. Yeah? What? I think warm milk is the worst thing ever. <laughs> well, I don't drink warm or cold. Oh, I drink milk. But I do like my hot chocolate to be made with milk, and I like my cream of wheat to be made with milk. Okay. I'll remember that. Sherry does, too. Sherry's going to agree with that while she's driving and listening. She's going to say, absolutely. And I, her, I believe you. Her kids will only drink hot chocolate that's made with milk. It makes a difference. It does make a difference. I agree. A huge difference. So we walked through the square, saw the Santas. We missed the parade. That's okay. I wore Christmassy stuff, and Karen wore Christmassy stuff. I wore a green top. When I walked into the Airbnb, I looked and on the counter was this cool Santa hat. And it had like, she had a hat that had a spring on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the Airbnb decorated for us this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized it was her Santa hat. <laughs> you know why? Because Paul and I one year went, well, for a couple of years now, we've been going to... Hocking Hills for New Year's. Yeah. And because it's New Year's, the cabins are usually decorated for Christmas. So when I saw that, I just assumed that's what it was. But it's not Christmas. I know. But we were doing Christmassy things. Did they know that? No. No. But I did tell the Airbnb guy that we do a do podcast. podcast. Yeah, I know yeah. that, but it No, but he didn't know to decorate us for Christmas. Nor did he. It just was the hat that I saw. Okay. But it was a really cool hat that she had. It was. Yeah. So we were walking around Medina in May wearing Christmassy things. I mean, come on. Nobody cared because there were 900 Santas walking around. Well, that's true. There were a lot of Santas and Mrs. Claus. Yes. Mrs. Claus and Santa were walking around Medina as well. It did not matter that anybody had any Christmas attire on. Nobody was looking at us weird is what I'm trying to say. I made us go home and change after. Well, because we were going out. Yes. (laughs) So before we get into the rest of this adventure, I think we should take a break. And we will be back after these messages. From the Cooper Foundation. Everyone needs a helping hand from time to time. Families that have children with special needs need it more than most. That's where we come in. The Cooper Foundation. In 2015, Craig and Christine Cooper decided it was time to lend that helping hand. Having a daughter with autism, the Coopers wanted to help families that didn't qualify for assistance. Over the last eight years, we've provided funding for communication devices, summer camps, and other items these children need. The Cooper Foundation continues year after year to extend our reach in the community. We have many projects on the horizon, including our annual fundraisers and our ADA-compliant playground project. Our dedication to children and young adults is something special. For more information, please visit thecoopfoundation.com. If you like this podcast, we ask that you like, follow, share, or leave a review. If you visit any of the places we've talked about, please let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. We look forward to your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Welcome back from the break. (laughs) Heidi, you're okay? I'm fine. All right, thank you. (laughs) Oh, boy. And we just want to mention, get your tickets now to the Cooper Foundation's fundraiser in October. 
Yes, get your tickets to the Cooper Foundation fundraiser. Visit our website. Visit their website. TheCoopFoundation.com And we're going to be having an interview with Craig coming up. Yes. I'm a little nervous about it, being the IT department. It'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, boy. You have an assistant now. Oh, Matt. Yeah, Matt's your assistant. (laughs) That's true. Anyways. Yeah, so we were at Castle Noel. You know what I liked about Castle Noel? Everything? (laughs) I mean, what's not to like about Castle Noel? By the way, this was my fourth time there. In a very short period of time. This was my second time. and Yeah, it was, it was Sherry's second time, too. It was different. Yeah, so I like that it is different because I already knew what to expect and I already knew some of the stuff that they're going to show you. I felt like I had more time to pay attention to different things versus the things that they were pointing out. For example, like that hallway of pictures when you first get started. Yeah. There are a lot of pictures to look at. And they point out, you know, a couple here and there. Right. Even in the beginning, the pictures on the wall when you're watching the opening video. There's pictures right there that I had always missed. Yeah. And I think they were of a Christmas story house right there. There's a bunch of them. Well, yeah. there's there's like records on the wall too. Oh, you saw Gomer Pyle's yeah. record there. We went in May and not in December. And I think two out of the four times that I've been there, it's been December. Was it when you and I went? I want to say we went in January or February. Yes, it was my birthday. We yes. went on my birthday. And the Toyland experience hadn't happened yet. Correct. He was working on that. We went in May. There were less people. The crowds were less. The people in our tour was less. And the tour times weren't seven minutes apart. They said in December, the tours are every seven minutes. And there are 15 people per tour. Oh, wow. In May... When we went, it was a lot more slower paced for us to go. I don't know if the tours were every 15 minutes as opposed to seven, but we had more time. And the people who were doing the exhibits and whatnot, they were a lot slower paced. Our tour guides, yeah. Yeah. There's different parts of the tour, and you get a tour guide for each part of the tour. Right, sections. And my favorite was Tanner. I know that was your favorite. So he had a lot of energy. There were two in particular who I thought were probably theater majors or work in a theater. Maybe they go to Beck Center. Who knows? But they definitely were very animated. Yes. And Tanner was animated. Very much so. He was my favorite. But what I was going to say about the Toyland experience, when you and I went, we actually met Mark Claus in there building it. Right. When Sherry and I went in December, we had seen it. But again, we were being kind of pushed through a little quickly. This time around, when we had seen it, we were able to walk and look at all those toys. That probably is now one of my most favorite parts in that place. I think the exhibit's called I Had That Toyland Experience. Yeah. 
Like, Sherry and I were like, oh, remember when you had that, like, Teddy Ruxpin? My sister had Teddy Ruxpin, and the neighbor across the street from me had the Barbie Dream House, which is in there, and I didn't yeah, see sister. the Barbie Camper. I had the Barbie Camper. I didn't see that. But there are so many toys in that exhibit. Oh, yeah. So, like, the wallpaper that is not actually wallpaper. It's paper it's money. paper money, toy money. Right, for the games. Like, Monopoly money the or... The Game of Life. Yes. Yeah. That they put on piece by piece. That was really cool. Like, you can feel that they put that on piece by piece. And they had matchbox cars. Oh, yeah. Like, going all the way around. Yeah. Like, these tracks and these matchbox cars. Like, two tracks in the middle are going one direction. And the two tracks on the end are going in the other direction. But they have all of these matchbox cars that are just going and going and going. That was amazing. It really was. And they're not just from our childhood, but even, you know, 10, 20 years ago. I think that they're just toys that people had donated in there. Yes. Well, because when we went, they were... There were accepting. signs of, yeah, that they were accepting donations for these items. So I think that's the point that I was trying to make, that I really enjoyed the idea of just a much slower pace. It's really cool to go in December because of the festivities and magic in the air and all of that. But in May or any other time outside of Christmas time, I would recommend going. If you haven't been before or if it's been a long time, it just was so much more relaxing. It's still fun in December. I'm not at all putting December down, but it was more relaxing and slow paced. And so you had time to really look at those window displays and and, all of those things. And the tickets sell out more quickly at that time, too. Right. So you have more options, I feel like, around this time of year. Well, so that's what's so funny because... I thought we would have time to buy for May as well, but they were doing that Santa parade. And I was like, oh my gosh, the weekend you guys are coming, they're doing a Santa parade. So I bought the tickets so that we were able to get the tickets. You know, there may have been some still there, but I was worried about it. Yeah. And we haven't ever done the golf course that's next door. They have the miniature golf. Oh, I didn't even think about that. He built a lot of the exhibits and stuff inside that golf course. It's pretty interesting inside there as well. Yeah, he does great work. Like He's really crafty. If you go for the first time, pay attention to the videos. This man does amazing work. He really does. Yeah, it's it's a great place. Go visit. If it's been a while since you've been there, go again. I mean, they're they have event space even. They do have event space, and they're building outdoor event space yes. for the Uncle Eddie's Outdoor Adventure or yes. something. I agree. And you said you could get married there. You're always looking for a place to get yes. married. I mean, I'm married already, but I never had a, a wedding reception. Yeah. So I want to renew my vows and do like a reception at some point. And you got married in December. Yes, December 23rd. That would be perfect for you. Yeah. There's lots of parking in Medina, mm-hmm. and yeah, it would be perfect for you. Yeah. Yeah, so we did Castle Noel. We did. And by then, everybody's like, so who's ready for lunch? So we went to Monarca Cantina. We all had tacos and margaritas. You had three blood orange margaritas. I had three? Yes, you did. 
You kept saying, I need another, please. I think I had two. No, I believe you had three. I don't think I would have walked out if I had three. Look, if I can get a blood orange margarita somewhere, I'm going to have it. Because those are good. Those are your favorite. Yeah. And my cousin got... Hibiscus. Wilderberry. Oh, hibiscus. Yeah. They kept trying to get me to try it. It wasn't bad. I said no. Because she doesn't try anything new. I knew I don't like hibiscus. It's going to taste like flowers. It did not taste like a flower. Well, I wasn't into it. Because she didn't taste it. Because Heidi doesn't try anything new. You made me taste that one, and I told you I wasn't going to like it from 16-bit. All I'm saying is, Heidi doesn't try new things. She doesn't live a little. Well, that's true. Then we left there. Okay. Because we had to go change our clothes. No. We left there. Because Karen wanted to go to the Ohio winery. She wanted to meet Mark. (laughs) She kept talking about Mark. Are we going to meet Mark? Are we going to go to Mark? Mark's the grocery store I'm talking about. Yes. So we went to the Mark's in Medina. And I was wrong. It's not Joshua wine that's five dollars or josh is it josh or joshua wine i'm not a wine drinker very much it's the i'm not a sommelier matthew fox the guy from lost his i don't know if it's the guy from lost but he has the same name but his wine matthew fox wine is like five dollars i don't remember how much it is but it's on the end it's not with the other wine and it's really cheap so (laughs) when i just saw a man's name josh And I was like, I think this is what you can get at Mark's for five bucks, but it's Matthew Fox. Anyways, we took Karen to the Mark's Winery. (laughs) And this woman, sorry, Karen, this woman ended up with like six bottles of wine. She's like, oh, this is cheaper than what you can buy in Pennsylvania. Oh, look at this bottle. This is a good price. We were we all had to carry a bottle because she had so many bottles of wine. A bottle or two. I just thought that that was so funny that she, I was like, Karen, people are gonna say, "What did you do on your trip to Ohio?" Oh, I went to a winery. It was the Marks Winery. <laughs> hey, whatever you gotta do, you know. Yeah. So we got a bunch of wine, and or lemon Oreos. And I don't know if we got anything else. She got tea. Oh, yeah, the tea. And we went to Mark's and we went grocery shopping for wine. Right. We went to the winery. (laughs) Then we make it back to Tremont from Medina. Right. Which is a bit of a drive. Yeah, it it wasn't terrible. No, and it was good weather. Not like when you and I went to Castle Noel. (laughs) Remember it was a whiteout? Yes, I still have that video. (laughs) So we decided to drink the wine from Mark's. Well, you drank the wine from Mark's. What was I the only one? Um Oh yeah, she was drinking her chocolate peanut butter vodka or something. It was chocolate coffee vodka. Okay. And um Sherry was drinking I don't even know what she she was drinking wine. She bought wine too, I think. Okay. And I drank some Smirnoff things. I thought that we were all drinking wine. I guess it was just me. So we were we were relaxing and drinking. We decided to play code names. Have you ever played code names before? Not before that. Tony was a good partner to have. I didn't think I was that good, but I, I enjoyed it. No, because you were given five clues at a time. 
I, I tried. That I, was really good. I did try. Yeah. Codenames is one of my most favorite games to play. I love Codenames. Paul loves games. He has games, games, games. He has so many games in this house. I barely play any of them. I'm not willing to play them with him. It's usually a thing, but code names. I love to bust out code names. It's a good game. Paul goes to, well, before COVID, he would go to, I think it's called Gen Con, which is like Comic Con, but it's a con for games. So it's like a big convention. And he that's when he brought code names home. And that's why our code name cards are big. Because we have the XXL cards. But if you go to Target and buy code names, you're going to get the little cards. So get the XXL version. Yes. So you lay the cards in a square of 25. Basically, you want your partner to find the cards based on the one word clue so you can give one clue but you can say the number so if you can string together words using one clue that's what that's what you want to do and there's one word on the table that is like the dead word that ends the game you only did it once and then there is a there's other cards that are like dud cards i call them yeah like they don't go to either a point to either team yeah, but it was it was a good game. Yeah, and Tony's like, school five. You kept giving me five clues. I was so happy. But then I would get the first one, and then I would, I'd always screw it up on the second. But we ended up doing really well together. Yeah. And then I got really drunk, and I kept trying to help the other team, too. She tried helping the other team from the beginning. I like it. It, it worked out fine. Because I get excited when I can figure out what your train of thought is. Yes. So we played, we drank, and then we ordered an Uber. We did. To go down to the flats. I think this was yours and Karen's first time in an Uber. It was definitely my first time. And we went to the flats, which was a very cheap Uber ride from Tremont. I was super excited about that. Yeah, you did it. So I didn't I didn't know how much it cost. Bassam picked us up. And when we got in the car, it was an SUV, a large SUV. Heidi said, can you please do me a favor? <laughs> I did, and he did it. He did? He yeah. was so nice. He was so nice. I said, Karen's new. She's never been to Cleveland. She needs to see the chandelier. I said, can you just route us through Playhouse Square? I'll give you a cash tip. Yeah, and he was more than happy to oblige. Yeah, and he drove us through. We got to see the chandelier from the car, and then he dropped us off in the flats. Yeah. And I made do on my tip. I gave him a tip. And then... We went to Good Night John Boy. Well, we had to make a a, a pit stop in Margaritaville first. Oh, because I had to pee. Heidi has to go to the bathroom every five minutes. But can I just say something about Margaritaville? When you walk in there, it smells like chlorine. Oh. Do they have a pool in there? I didn't notice that. It smells like chlorine as soon as you walk in that place. They had some really cool... They have like a gift shop area. Mm-hmm. And they have some cool stuff in there. They have a salt shaker. It says, my lost shaker of salt. Have you never been to Margaritaville? No. (laughs) I love their floor. Their floor looks like you're on water. I did not notice that. Yeah. Their floor is really cool. And then they have like a big map or something. The aesthetics are very nice in there. Anyways, then we went to Goodnight John Boy. This was also like my fourth time there. Okay. I've never been there. I 
Love it there. I love it there so much. <laughs> so tell them what it, it's supposed to look like. Well, we reported on it when we did the Christmas bar. Right. And it holds up to its name. When you first go in, it looks like Grandma's Basement from the 70s, if you're my age, Grandma's Basement. It's like a living room setup, and the couch is like the plaid, scratchy, couchy material. There's deer heads on the wall. There's like a shelf of like different beer cans and whatnot. And then you go in, and there are two bars in there. Three, kind of. Where's the third? There's two inside and one outside. The one's a dual purpose, inside, outside. There's a wall separating it. Oh. So that would count as a third bar. I just know because I have worked in the restaurant business, so two on the inside, one on the outside. The DJ console is on a floor TV. You remember the old floor TVs? Yeah. It's like a fancy wood console, and you have to go up and press the buttons to get to your next channel. But that's what the DJ booth is made out of. You turned? Mine was a press button. Oh, no. Ours was... We were fancy. And behind on the wall is this, like, 10-foot poster of Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. There was other Farrah Fawcett pictures as well. But the music is all 70s. No, it's not. There's some 70s music. There's some 70s music. It is not all 70s music. I loved it. Well, I was dancing the whole time. I was she the was only dancing one the whole time. Dancing. That's not true. Sherry was up dancing with you. And I was... In her seat. No, not in my seat. I was walking around the bar taking pictures. Oh. And at Goodnight John Boy, you can order and purchase a drink and this fancy disco ball. Isn't it so beautiful? It comes with a punch. A rum punch. And you can walk around... Dancing. Oh, they also, you can purchase a 40. Oh, yeah, they did I have those. That was so hilarious. You saw these guys walking around with a 40. It was such a fun bar. It, it was very fun. And there were people of all ages there. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, like all ages. Bachelorette parties. There was everything. Yeah, in and there. They, they come out and holler at you if you're celebrating something. Oh, did they? You were a part of that little holla. (laughs) I was drinking a lot that night. She was. That's why we Ubered. Well, that's exactly why we Ubered. Be safe, people. Don't drink and drive. I love the flats in May, though. Like, in the summer. It was really fun. It was. It was really fun. Very happening. I, I mean, I can't... I don't know what else to say. Well, did you go into the bathroom? No. I don't have to go every five minutes. So the bathrooms at Goodnight John Boy, they have like an attendant who stands there. So there's walls of stalls, front and back. And there's a person who sits on a stool and he directs you to ones that are open. And then there's a wall of sinks and they have all these products and stuff on the sinks. But there's no like men's or women's room. You just like walk down, you look at the guy or girl, that night it was a guy, on the stool and they just direct you nice. to what stall to go to. That's efficient. It's very efficient and helpful. Like if you need supplies or whatever, he's right there to provide that assistance to you. And around the one bar on the inside, nearest where the bathrooms are on the dance floor, there's rotary phones on the wall. There's all this like 70s vibe. I think that's just why I like it so much. It's so 70s vibe. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's there's really a disco cool. ball yes. on the dance floor. The dance floor has, is squares that light up. This place is so fun. It's very fun. I love it in there. And I totally recommend going to the flats to go to Goodnight John Boy. Yeah, check it out. But Goodnight John Boy is not the only bar that's down the flats, obviously. And we tried to go to... Welcome to the Farm. Welcome to the Farm. I've never been inside Welcome to the Farm. Every single time, winter or not, I've gone to the flats. That place has a line outside the door. Yeah, it's a long line. And I never wait inside because there's other places to go to. There's just other places that I can hang out in. So I've not gone into that one yet. I'm definitely willing to get in there. I'm just going to go somewhere else though if there's a line. So the owners, um, Beth McLeod and Bobby, I don't remember Bobby's last name, but they just went to Florida. They already opened a welcome to the farm in St. Pete's and they just opened a Goodnight John Boy down there. Yes. So if you're ever down there, check it out down there. And Goodnight John Boy's after the Waltons, right? Yeah. That's where the name comes from? Yeah. I mean, it's so 70s. Yeah. It's so 70s in a very good way. Yeah, it's really cool. So instead of going to Down on the Farm, we went back to Punchbowl Social. Yes. Our Punchbowl Social episode was when we went to the... Aquarium. Yes. And we were there for brunch. So this was different. This was late night, yeah. Late night, and it wasn't the winter. So we were able to go on the rooftop as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, I made it a point. But we started on the first floor. Heidi played skee-ball. You do have to get a special card for that. Right. She kept trying to put money or tried to use her debit card. And I'm like, Heidi, you probably have to get a card. So she went and asked somebody who was playing pinball. Is that what they were playing? Yeah, he was playing pinball. Okay. Not ping pong. Okay. Although they do have a ping pong table there. Oh, do they? Yeah. I feel like now I don't know which is which. (laughs) So she went and got her card. Then she she went to the bar and ordered some appetizers. I did. I got us. I think as Karen said, she she was a little hungry. So I got us some appetizers. Well, because we ate lunch at like two. Yeah. And this was like 8, 9 o'clock. Right. So I got us like garlic roll bread. It was... It in was a skillet, like in a cast skillet, iron skillet. Gar- pull apart garlic bread. And then I got us french fries that had... Bison. I don't know what the hell it was, but it, I wish I would have got two of those. It was really good. The bread was really good, It was like chili cheese with bison or something. Yeah. Because I asked the bartender, what does he recommend? And he said to get two of the garlic breads and just one fry. I would have done the opposite. But whatever. That's what we got. Yeah. The the garlic. It, it, It was very good. It was very good. And I also got myself a lemon drop at the bar, which was very good. It looked really good. I love lemon drops. Yeah. I love everything. I really wanted us to walk around and see the water and see more bars and stuff, but it was getting late and we were getting tired. Yeah. So then we ordered our Uber. We went home. And that was Yosef who took us home. He was speedy. Oh, he told us about the Columbus Road Bridge and that a boat had hit it. Yeah, I and that's, that why, that's why it's closed. Yeah, it's now open again, though. Is it? Yeah. Did we do anything when we got home? No, we kind of all just washed up and went to bed, I feel like. I don't remember. Well, because we were planning on getting up early... 
Because we wanted to go to Brunots. Yes, the plan was in the morning, we're going to go to Brunots, and then Westside Market, we need to be out the door by 10. Plus, we're at the Airbnb, we got to check out. Check out was at 11, but our plan was to check out at 10, because the girls wanted to be on the road by like noon-ish, one-ish at the latest, to get back to their home. So this is what we woke up to. Now, Tony and I are sharing a bed, and I'm like... What the hell is going on? This is literally outside our bedroom window. (laughs) Over and over. I was dreaming about like a baseball game or something. I'm like, somebody's hitting a lot of home runs. Like, what the hell is going on? There's no... It's we're in the middle, like close to the highway on in Tremont. Yeah, there's no. So there's no like baseball diamond or soccer field Mm -hmm. or there's nothing that this could be. So and it was over and over again, and this is like seven thirty ish. It was eight that we're hearing this clapping and this words of encouragement. Yes, Tony says. I think that's going to be the marathon. Yep. The Cleveland Marathon was that weekend. And I had walked in Friday, Friday night when I got there, and I said, you guys know the marathon is this weekend. I did. And Heidi was like, yeah, we're fine. I already checked into it. Everything's fine. (laughs) And I was like, okay, great. I didn't think anything else of it. I thought it was on Saturday. So part of it was on Saturday. It was the 5 and 10K that was on Saturday. Well, that's what I had seen. So (laughs) I'm like, I look out the window and I'm like, pretty sure that's the marathon. I'm pretty sure we're not going to be able to leave. Right. So I mean, there were just like crowds of people Going by, like swarms of people going by and spectators cheering them on, cheering them on. And and there's thousands of people. The Cleveland Marathon is a qualifier for the Boston Marathon. I learned that this weekend. And, And then I'm interested. I see a banana go by. There was a banana running in the race. It was. Did you ever see Spider Man? I never saw Spider-Man. I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised he did Maybe he did the 5K or 10K. Maybe. I don't know. Spider-Man well, did not go by. And when we were driving back to the Airbnb on Saturday afternoon, I saw flags. Yes. And I you saw the flag. first aid. Yeah. She's like, I wonder what that's for. She's like, oh, it must have been for the marathon. <laughs> so she's like getting angry at herself. She's like, I should have known this. I saw that flag. I should have known. Anyway, so... And I had to Google road closures because our road was closed. Yes. So we're staying in an Airbnb that we have a checkout time. All I see are swarms of never-ending people. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have late checkout. We're never going to get anywhere. Well, and then I'm trying to calm her down. I'm like, we can still be out of the house at 11 o'clock. Either way, we can be out of the house. So I'm getting everything together. She's getting washed up, doing her thing. They're downstairs doing their thing. And everybody's packing up, loading up the cars. She looked online and said and figured out 945 the road was supposed to open back up. And then I believe Sherry went out and even asked and spoke to somebody who was involved in some way with the race. And they said, yes, it should open back up. Around 9.45. And our goal was to leave at 10. So this put us right on track of our goal. 
I get my stuff packed into the car. Don't forget about all the midges that are down there, too. Oh, yeah. The uh, muckleheads, yeah. There's bugs flying around. All these bugs flying the around. The mayor of Cleveland's trying to get in the house. I, I met, this is where I met Steve, the cat, because he's up on the front porch literally trying to get in the house right now. And I'm just petting him and everything. Heidi's like, no, I don't think you're allowed in here. <laughs> I got real grumpy. I did get grumpy. She did get grumpy because Heidi does not like unexpected things like this to happen. So, and I I'm just like watching. Woken up to the sounds of people cheering. <laughs> I'm standing on the front porch and I'm just watching the marathon runners. And listen, these people, I have the utmost respect for these people. They are all different ages, all different sizes and shapes and i'm like you guys go the path was for the full marathon and the half marathon so i was oh yeah they had different color correct there was blue blue and red numbers and i had to go see what what it meant one of them was half marathon which is 13 miles and one of them was a full marathon which is 22 no, 26. Excuse me. I don't know how to math. 26.2. Yes. So 13.1 and 26.2 miles. I was reading about how somebody had finished the race. It was under three hours. People were finishing this this marathon. 26.2 miles in under three hours. And I sent it to Heidi and I was like, wow. And it takes me an hour to walk two miles. <laughs> walk. Two miles, okay? You're so excited about this marathon. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) But anyways, when the road finally opens up, we were already packed and ready to go and everything. It still was hard to get out. It was still hard to get out. Heidi was very stressed over the whole thing. Because people were still running. It's not like people were not still running on this road. Right. You had to go when there was a break. Yes, because we had Karen and Sherry following us. Right. And we went to the script sign to take pictures. And there was like a first aid stuff set up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop. So we, and there's a parking lot right by that sign. Mm-hmm. So we parked. And I got lost going to the sign because of all the road closures right. and people running. We got there anyways, parked, get out, take the pictures, and then get out of the parking lot. And the road that crosses the script sign There were people driving down, but the marathon was on that road as well. Abby. But there was an emergency or something that happened while we were at the script sign. Mm -hmm. And apparently you weren't allowed to drive on that road anymore. Yeah, I got into trouble. Karen thought I was getting arrested. (laughs) A police officer stepped in front of Heidi's car. In the road, in front of me. While she was trying to drive straight. Starts yelling at me. Yes. (laughs) And said, no, turn. And then he was mad that I wasn't turning fast enough, but I was literally afraid I was going to he run was, him over. Yeah, he was very close to her car. <laughs> I was like, well, step back or something, because I was already past the turn. Right. I was already like a little past the turn, so I had to like, I was I was trying to get around, but he's like standing there anyways. We made it. Yeah, so it was it was a bit frustrating. So we're trying to get to Brunettes. We were trying to go to Brunettes, and the route that the GPS was taking us, all the roads we were going down were closed. 
The traffic was backed up everywhere. People were trying to turn around everywhere, including us, and including them behind us. Who were following us. So finally, Heidi was just like, okay, we're just going to go to Westside Market. Well, because we were already on West 25th. Like, we ended up turning around and being on West 25th. And I said, let's just, when I found two street parking spots right behind each other. Right in front of 16-bit. And I just said, this is where we're parking. Yes. I, I'm so done with all of this. I'm so done with all of it. Yeah. Congratulations to the marathon runners, but I was done with it. Well, it's very frustrating when you don't know that the road is closed until you get to the signs that say the road is closed. Yeah. So that was a bit frustrating. There were no signs saying, you know, as you're getting to that point, mm-hmm. road closed. Right. That was the hard part. So we get into the West Side Market. Karen is like, this is in wonderful. In heaven. She yeah. was in heaven. She bought something from every vendor. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. Not not everyone, but. <laughs> she did buy a lot of stuff, which I love because I love going to West Side Market and I love buying all that stuff. So. Yes. And we went. To the cafe. To the cafe and had breakfast. No brew nuts though, but. She got Jack Frost donuts. She did. Which. Well, I was happy with, because that's also a Cleveland donut thing, Jack Frost yeah. donuts. So she got six Jack Frost donuts, and I was happy. So she didn't get the brew nuts, but we got Jack Frost. And we were able to stop and see Julio at yes. uh, Dion Meats. Yes. Yeah. He remembered us. Yeah, he always does. I know. I like uh, We Julio. go see him every time we're down there. He, so. ca- he called us up for not being there for a while. Yeah, he said, haven't seen you ladies in a while. Yes. So. And I got some bread from Teresa's Bakery, as usual. So. I didn't get anything. I think I just was... She was frustrated just from the be- the way the day began. <gasps> Heidi is not used to being woke up in that manner. No. I well, think. and while we were shopping at Westside Market, I heard somebody say something to the effect, we got to get out of here before the runners start coming in. And I just was done at that. I was like, so do I. If that's going to be a thing, I got to get out of here. We walked around the whole market. Karen got the few things that she wanted. Then we said our goodbyes, and that was my first time meeting them. Tony said, that's the least Karen I've ever met. The least Karen of Karens. Or so. What did you say? She's not a Karen in any way, in any sense of the Karen. She was very cool to hang She's out with. She's not a Karen-y Karen. So my whole thing is I want them to do a Pittsburgh podcast like we do a Cleveland podcast. I've never been to Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, we're planning a trip there. Yes, so I want to go and experience Pittsburgh and visit and see the things and do the things and... See what they've got going on over there. Yeah, so maybe we'll do our own little podcast about our visit to Pittsburgh. I think we should. We should. It was fun. It was fun revisiting Castle Noel. We got to go to a couple different places on the square that I had never been to. Yeah. And then the flats, which... I'm always game for going to the flats. It was such a great weekend. It was a lot of fun. It was nice to meet Sherry and Karen. They were definitely a fun time. I'm glad you guys got to get along and meet each other because Sherry and I have done a lot of traveling together. Well, you you always tell me about all the stuff that you guys, Mm -hmm. and I know you guys are really close. Mm -hmm. We are. Yeah, so... It, oh, and it was... she got me for my birthday, because I haven't seen her since my birthday. Oh, yeah. And she got me a planter that's a disco ball that re- that's a replica of this disco ball. 
and a little Reiki set. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm super excited about that. Yeah, that is really exciting. Yeah, that was very That's kind. Awesome. Thank you, Sherry. It was a really great time. It I was. wouldn't mind doing that again. Oh, yeah, me neither. All right. Uh, so this is a longer episode. It is a longer episode, but it was because it was such a great time. and We did a lot of things. We did do a lot of things. Crammed into a short weekend. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a long weekend. It really wasn't. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we have a couple other good episodes coming up, so stay tuned, and thanks for listening. Until next time. Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next. Or, if you're a local business and you would like us to visit and share our experience, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong to the content creators and not the business, organization, affiliates, or their employees. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. All rights reserved.